This is a warning. This podcast is not suitable to be listened to around kids and probably not even out loud at the office. We cuss a lot, we drink during the recording, and we touch on some very adult subjects. We recommend listening when the kids aren't around or when you have headphones. Thanks, guys. Bye. This is Jen, and this is the Let's Chat Paranormal podcast. I'm here with Eric, Jesse, and Papa Paranormal himself, our dad. Say hi, guys. <laughs> What's going on? Hi, guys. How's it going? <laughs> and uh, we are here for our 90th episode, and it's a potluck. Yeah. Eric, what are you bringing? God damn it. You know what? <laughs> you should have I, seen this coming. <laughs> I am bringing my damaged ego. How about that? Damaged ego. That's yes. not something we you share. Yes, we eat. <laughs> substance no no i'm 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 saying shots fired shots fired. eight-year-old me is feeling attacked because my sister watched my traumatizing movie <laughs> and she <laughs> laughed at it like, what, she, what a little she, bitch yeah, exactly she mocked my fear i'm sorry she laughed and even questioned jesse my brother thought this was scary there was one part where the the man that you were talking about the one with the what giant fist it? oh um, uh, a puppet master, yeah, puppet yeah. master. <laughs> there was one scene where like he like just randomly like smacked some lady and she was like ah! And like, and I, I was just, like, she was laughing. I was like, so you think domestic abuse is funny? <laughs> no, puppet but on was, woman crime is funny, dude. It's like this little what, like six, eight inch puppet is just all like beating the crap out of a full grown woman. Hey, uh, like, okay. six inch things that beat the hell out of women. <laughs> many times. Damn it, I didn't. It's not the size; bitch. it's the <laughs> motion of the fist. Swear to God. Anyways. <laughs> Six inch toy beats a woman. That's that's what was funny to you, huh? All right. Anyways, that whole time I could have been. Uh huh. Pretty much. Just anytime Jesse decides to open his mouth today. Um. Okay. Uh. I don't even care what 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 were you bringing besides your damaged ego? Oh, I'm sorry that that's not good enough. You can't share that. Uh. Oh, you know what I've been wanting to try? Hmm. So there's this place that I learned of off of Lamar Street. His name is Smacks Chicken. I've and heard he, of them. And he makes like these amazing chicken sandwiches. I want to try the barbecued macaroni chicken sandwich. Ooh. So I'd bring that. Yeah. That sounds delicious. Like, are we going to split it into fourths or what? No, I'm going to bring like a tray. God <laughs> oh. damn. Or one for each. Jan. Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> this, this is a daily basis right here. <laughs> like, not only do I get the questioning at home, I get it over here too. <laughs> Shit. Anywho's. What about y'all? Do y'all? I just care about what Eric's going to bring because it gets him off guard every time now. <laughs> What are you bringing? Um, I you would, can't say something with oh something with marshmallows. No, you did that I would time. say the. I'm gonna make beans. No, my my uh, obsession food lately has been like this cucumber olive artichoke thing with feta cheese. It's Ew, so good. You're gonna be that person. It's delicious. But what is it though? Is I it, don't know. It's, it's a salad. I mean, it's a salad. Is it a sandwich? It's it's like a salad because it. I guess the binding uh, would be like balsamic and uh, lemon juice. Mm-hmm. So that's the binder. He was delicious. She mm. could probably make it better if she put a little olive oil in there to kind of really tighten it up. 
Well, I don't have olive oil. Yeah, so. yeah and her eyebrows. <laughs> well, to tighten it, like it's good. really good, but to tighten it so that the the lemon but to make it better. Well, the lemon because <laughs> the lemon juice and the balsamic they just slide all over the place, so they'll sit at the bottom of the salad. But if she my added my sister that, wants to say that's what she said right yeah, now. That's why that's she the, left. <laughs> a little bit of olive oil would just anyway tie it in. All right, guys, what are y'all bringing to the potluck? Um. The barbecue mushrooms I make. Ooh, uh, the yeah. mushrooms with the what is that? With the with the cheese and the uh, bacon in there. Yeah. The cream cheese and then put it in the barbecue. Let it, you know, spray a little bit of a uh, uh, olive olive oil on top. There you go. There you See? go. <laughs> there you Mine go. Uh, <laughs> would be kind of what I'm gonna bring in a mystery meat pot pie <laughs> with a nice golden crisp. But I very would, unsettling. <laughs> I would trust that more than this artichoke salad thing. Mm-hmm. Anywho's. <laughs> All right. Uh, back to actual spooky stuff. Is it venison? What? Is it cow? Who knows? It's meat. <laughs> Is it possum? It could be. <laughs> oh, my God. Anywho's, you can uh, listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Podbean. And uh, I was actually looking at the analytics earlier. People are listening like on Google Podcasts and other stuff. So... Thank you guys for tuning in. And uh, yeah. it's actually the first time that we've actually had more California listeners than Texas oh, yeah. listeners. So, yeah. yay. Um, and I also wanted to read a review real quick. It's that, my accent. Huh? It's my accent and my sultry voice. <laughs> she laughs at, she laughs at your ego again. Stomp on that I ego. I literally need that button, that emotional damage. And for hers would have been that uh, Anchorman one. I thought it was a joke. <laughs> I laughed about it. I said Eric said a really good joke on the podcast that day. Anyways, <laughs> um, this review. Uh, it's by L O V E three two four, and it's called hilariously spooky. Five stars. When I listen to this podcast, I feel like I'm at home hanging with friends. I love how the guys rip on Jen, but then she keeps them in check and on task most of the time. Their spooky stories are good too. They're all great storytellers. So thank you. But also, yeah, I keep y'all on task. <laughs> Little does that that listener know that you have a sock full of like rocks and <laughs> that I just like shake at y'all, yeah. <laughs> or just a used sock, <laughs> <laughs> sweaty sock. I think we established a little while ago that uh, the sock drawer is just like untouched. Yeah, there's like I'm like, who keeps giving you socks, man? <laughs> I was like, I need to send out a memo to your family. Like, I know you guys think she wears these socks, but. She doesn't wear socks ever, <laughs> not even when it's cold. Yeah, I'm there just is like, like a, a, a cache of socks, just like uh, theme socks, like the Mandalorian yeah. horror hey, socks, and they're just there. Like, I wonder if she's ever gonna I, wear us. See, but I don't think everybody knows why. It's because my sister is like the shine version of Aquaman on her feet and hands. I have hyperhidrosis. Hey. <laughs> We, uh, what I like to say is she's like the X-Men. She, that's her mutant power. <laughs> the sweaty feet. And hands. So like if they were to like tie her up. She could slip out. Yes. Oh. They wouldn't know. And they're like, how did she do that? I like triple knotted it. Ah. Well, I'm, the, I'm thinking like, you know, she could like shoot sweat out of her oh hands. Or like, well, and then so, they knock her on her ass and she could still shoot them yeah, out of her feet. Oh probably. Because like I, I remember one time I tried to like 
grab her hand really quick and it just slipped out. And I was <laughs> it like, even what made the, the sound. It went, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the hell? Which, uh, good segue into uh, the incident with Jen. Is that what? You, is that how you want to segue yes, into Yes, that's how it? I want to segue <laughs> into Because okay, that's the only explanation that... Yeah. I could say it's viable. I, I just want to say to the listeners, this has nothing to do with spooky stories, but just the ridiculous, stupid shit that I do on my own. And I figured that you guys would think this is hilarious. So this is the first time Eric and my dad are also hearing this story. Take it away. So was it Monday? Yep. Monday. Yesterday. Yes. No. Oh, uh, yesterday. Today's Tuesday, people. Oh, yeah. Monday. <laughs> shit. I'm, I'm, I'm warping over here. <laughs> um, so Monday... The night before, we had had that that lovely evening at Chicken and Pickle. Um, So, you know, of course, we stayed out a little late. So they woke up and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to sleep in just a little tad more. So I'm laying there nestling myself back in, going off into dreamland. When I hear, Jesse! (laughs) And I was all like, "Ah, it's probably just Sal. But then I heard the, uh, and I was like, what the, Jesse? And I was like, holy shit. So, boom, of course, I like jump out of bed. I don't even put my glasses on. What are you doing? I'm recording <laughs> you. And um, so I, I jump out. I don't even bother to look for my glasses. I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. If so, maybe somebody's getting in, I'll, I'll, the gun's over there in the front, whatever. So I'm hauling ass over here underwear what what's going on i'm like looking at the door nothing i turn around she's on the kitchen counter fucking flailing my son (laughs) is in the nuclear uh school testing on his knees under the the bar and he's just like ah and i'm like what the fuck is going on like i'm like okay it's a ghost a demon's gotten in she's on my finger so your sister managed to get her finger stuck in the medicine bottle, <laughs> not just the finger, but with the syringe together. Oh, damn. So the syringe was, it was initially wedged in there. In there. Yes, yeah. it hurts. And so I was bad. like, what? I was like, what? I was like, what are you? She's like, I don't know. Just help me. It hurts. And I was like, I don't. What do I even like? How do I even. Do I punch it? Like, how do I even. <laughs> how do I defend you from the medicine bottle that you stuck your finger in? And I was like, what were you? I was like, you know what? It doesn't even matter. So I'm like, what do you want me to do? And she's like, God, God. So I'm like, I get the kitchen shears and I'm like, Kaka. I just do like a little small pinch. And she's like, oh, oh, thank you. She's shaking. Sal's traumatized. And I'm like, how did you? And she's like, well, I was trying to get it out. But so I was trying to hold it. And then the, and I was like, you know what? Just leaving it there. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. I'm going to try to go back to bed. <laughs> but throughout that whole time then she's like do something i'm like dude am i really awake right now <laughs> it was less than like 15 seconds yeah so i was like in that moment i was like this can't be like i I have the hazy eyes and i was like no i didn't get my glasses like this is this can't be real but why then, didn't you use your superpower and just slip out of it i i don't know why she was panicking but it was because i couldn't <clears throat> move my finger <laughs> so it was like literally like right here stuck in there with with no, the little plunger wait 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 with your nails oh you I trimmed had, them down no yeah time. i had trimmed them down. so but okay so lost to, con- to continue i was like you know what this is stupid so i went and like i did the whole fucking donald duck mean where he covers himself back up <laughs> i'm like i'm gonna get these 15 minutes 
And then my phone starts to go off. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on with the ring? Your sister, after being assaulted by the medicine bottle, she's fucking outside. And I just see this. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing out there? I'm like, hey, what's going on out there now? What are you fighting out there? <laughs> oh, I'm watering my plants. I haven't watered them in a week. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 7 o'clock in the morning before going to work. And Are you I was trying like, to do all of them at once? Yeah. <laughs> and you were dancing. <laughs> I was like, no, it looked like she was literally like fucking wanding off something. So I was like, oh or shit. Peeing with a penis that you've never seen like, before. Yeah, I was like, oh fuck, I was like, something's attacking her outside now. But she doesn't want to call for help due to the medicine bottle. No, it's because she can only give you one Wookiee life debt yeah. right now. And <laughs> I was like, saving her finger. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to get up. It's fucking too much weird shit's already happened. <laughs> and as I'm leaving, she's like, oh, by the way, uh, I also forgot Sal's backpack. So you're going to have to curry back to the house, back to the daycare. I, I know you've left already. You did not leave already when I called you. No, I forgot. That's right. Because I was just like, is this my fucking life right yeah. now? This is it. I'm Your gonna, punishment. I'm literally going to go. I was like, I'm just going to go return her to Mario. Be like, here. <laughs> Ask her what she did. Anyway, so that's uh, that's how I almost lost my finger <laughs> in a medicine bottle. Lost it. There was no imminent danger there no, at all. That, that's what I told her. I was like, what would you have done if I wasn't here? And she's like, uh, uh like, for you? would you have just been like, <laughs> boom, like just, she would have just died. Yeah, right just boom. <laughs> and Baba, call the police. And Sal traumatized, and that's why I don't take medicine anymore. Yeah. It, it's supposed to save lives, but it <laughs> killed my mother. <laughs> Every time he sees a medicine bottle, we like, uh, he's looking he at shudders. Mom. Anyways, careful, okay. careful with your fingers. Anyways, okay, that is enough. <laughs> Oh my god. So that's the funny story of how yeah, I my, lost my, my ego finger. feels a lot more repaired now. <laughs> that's what I told her. You're like, every, every time you look at me and you're like, Are you dumb? I'm gonna be like, uh, not dumb enough to get my fingers stuck in a medicine bottle. I'll tell you that. Anyways, okay, let's get back to our stuff. Um this weekend we're gonna be set up at the Queen. Queens and Kings of Horror Festival. It's October fifteenth and sixteenth at Wonderland of the Americas. That's where we're gonna have a, a booth set up. There's gonna be a bunch of celebrities there. Um, and then the next one after that, that it's upside down eighties show, also at Wonderland of Americas, and that's November fifth and sixth. And it's gonna be um, Stranger Things themed, and it's gonna have the actor that played the uh, oh god Demogorgon. Yeah, there you go, the Demogorgon. I was like, I forgot his name. Will you have uh, cool Stranger Things products out there? Yes, I will. Um, and then I'm also gonna be set up at the Moses Roses Hideout on Halloween night. That's all I think I can share at the moment because they haven't announced any of the other shows. Um, but yeah, anything else? <clears throat> Oh, and Miles' wedding is this Friday, so. So if I dress up as a big medicine bottle for Halloween, (laughs) will you be scared? Now she'll be scared of something. Be wary, sir. You might get fingered. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a it's a double edged sword, sir. sir. (laughs) Anyways, okay. Um, And then spooky updates. I do have one that I forgot to share last week. Does anybody else have one? No. 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 Okay. So. I just want to say that a lot of the time I eat dinner by myself in the dark because Jesse gets home late. That's like the saddest thing. Um, and so the other night I felt like... Wait, there's dinner? 
I always cook. You just choose not to eat. Anyways. <laughs> well, you know what they say. You got to feed the prisoners. <laughs> Anyways. My dad jokes are on fire today. Uh-huh. Anyways. Um, <laughs> I was sitting here and I was by myself and uh, I felt uh, something furry like brush against my leg. And I thought it was Lola. And uh, so I looked down to see what what she was doing. And there was no... There was no Lola down there, and I was just like, oh, that's weird. And then I was like, oh, maybe it's the Rosies visiting me. So I would or like a to... really big roach. Grody. <laughs> no, I, w- I would like no, to think it was uh, our dogs, the Rosies visiting yeah, us. Nice. I, I spray religiously to avoid that. Yeah. But yeah, that that's pretty much it. You're going to create like mustard gas with the sweat of my sister's feet. Oh, oh that. my God. That's like, that's like my big, especially like now during like that the temperature's changing, that they like to, you know... Come inside. Yeah, I'm like, hell, what the hell you are? (laughs) I'm just like, no way, man. Anywho's, um, I think then we can go ahead and start our potluck. Is this correct? Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. Okay, well then sit back and relax and enjoy our potluck. Okay, so today I'm talking about a haunted bed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it's called the Great Bed of Ware. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Today we travel to London <clears throat> to the Victoria and Albert Museum. This museum is said to house over 2.27 million objects inside of it. One being the topic, topic I'm covering today called the Great Bed of Ware. The Great Bed of Ware was originally constructed in 1590 and is believed to have been constructed to be a tourist type of attraction. So the bed uh, is three meters wide, which is around nine feet, eight inches wide and around 1400 pounds in weight. Uh, It's intricately designed for a poster bed with wood carvings and Renaissance designs, foliage motifs and symbols for virility and fertility. My kind of bed. (laughs) The bed was actually rented out to travelers and could apparently hold up to four couples comfortably. Ooh, my kind of bed. (laughs) That's what I'm about to say. 70s were were rocking them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. What was that movie where he's like, you've seen a king bed, but have you ever seen a, and I can't remember, and it's like a mile long bed? Oh, I don't know, but I I think of uh, Shaq's, uh, what was it, Cribs episode? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh anywho sorry um okay. yeah she owed <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> everybody's like what's mtv's cribs whatever <laughs> <laughs> oh god um through the years the bed had been relocated to at least five inns and in where and Ooh. was <laughs> unfortunately altered by its occupants and passerby with people carving their initials into the wood <laughs> And also uh, doing, like, the red wax seals into the furniture. Okay. So, like, there's, like, literally wax on there that's, like, hundreds of years old. I'm just saying, is this, like, old graffiti? (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, yeah, we are in this bed. Here you go. There's a lot of DNA. Yeah. (laughs) They probably put the wax on the DNA. Oh, God. Um, Uh, Oh, Plot twist, that ain't no wax. (laughs) 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 All right. The bed is reportedly haunted by the creator of this bed. 
There are two versions of the haunting, though. Version 1 says that the creator of the bed is set to get upset when someone of a lower rank than royalty sleeps in the bed, which is wild. <laughs> and version 2 is that the prudish craftsman is angered when couples have sex in the bed Ooh. and is said to pinch if- them until uh, they stop their unapproved activities. What if I find it... Uh- <laughs> Erotic, yeah. <laughs> Put a blanket. Over <laughs> it. He's just yelling at you all the time. What's the punishment? God, uh, the bed is mentioned in one of Shakespeare's plays, The Twelfth Night, in another play from 1609 called The Silent Woman, and another play from 1706 called The Recruiting Officer. Uh, one stunt that helped raise the notoriety of the bed was that in 1689. 26 butchers and their wives made a bet and agreed to spend the night in the bed. That's a lot of people. Um, <laughs> the, I would have been like, the hell we are? I know. Someone's sleeping on the floor. <laughs> um, the bed was purchased in 1931 by the museum uh, for 4,000 pounds, which would be around 302,856 pounds today, which would then translate to $334,039 today. Wow. So the bed was the single most expensive piece of furniture to ever be bought by the museum at the time. Its cost was four times its annual budget for the furniture department. And that's it. So wow. Very nice. Yeah, it was just a... A frisky bed. <laughs> with a ghost that didn't like the frisky people. Did they say what the purpose of a huge... It was supposed to be like a tourist attraction. Oh, okay. And it, all, uh, it also mentioned that... Uh, back then, people would actually share beds to save money. Uh, yeah, Willy Wonka yeah. style is what I... Like, <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's it. Cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very nice. Can make Does a movie. the bed come with the frisky ghost? Oh. Wait, like... <clears throat> what are you talking about, like... Does Stop. he come? Stop. Or, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the, what the question is. <laughs> yeah. You need to rephrase it. Like, is he included Beep. with the bed or does he come with the bed? <laughs> like, <laughs> more prints. Does he, does he climax Jesus. with the bed? Is that what you're saying? Why are you like this? <laughs> well, the he did it. Department he wasn't specific. Oh, so, yeah, he wasn't specific. <laughs> Anyways, all right, Dad, it is your turn. All right. <clears throat> so I was looking for something haunted here in Texas, and this is going to be called St. Mary's Orphan Asylum. Oh. All right. And this was located in uh, Galveston, Texas. All right. And they have a plaque out there where the site used to be or where the asylum used to be located. And I'm going to read the plaque. Okay. Uh. Right, original site of St. Mary's Orphan Asylum, children orphaned by a yellow fever epidemic in 1867, cared for temporarily in Galveston, St. Mary's Infirmary by the Sisters of Charity of the Incarnate Word. In 1874, Galveston Bishop Claude Dubois bought the 35-acre plantation and home of Oh, man, I can't see that word. Farnifala and Laura Green. Yep, that was a word. Laura Green, located between this Gulf Front and Green's Bayou, for use as a permanent orphanage. In early 1874, the Sisters of St. Mary's Infirmary founded St. Mary's Orphan Asylum by housing 28 children here 
at the site of the Greens' former residence. A two-story facility for orphan girls was built nearby in October 1874. The girls' dormitory was all that remained of the orphanage after the storm of 1875. A few residents for boys was built by 1879. St. Mary's was caring for orphans from throughout, from throughout Texas. At the time, it was granted a Texas charter in 1896. The catastrophic storm of 1900 completely destroyed the orphanage. 10 nuns and at least 90 children were tragically killed despite the nuns' valiant efforts to save the children by securing them to their own bodies with a clothesline. Three orphan boys rescued at sea were the only survivors. St. Mary's Orphan Asylum reopened at 40th and Q streets of Galveston City in 1901 and remained there until closing in 1967. All right, so that place now or at least at the moment there's actually a walmart there it's called seawall walmart and uh and i'm going to read this one you might be wondering when you click on the link it says seawall walmart you are being brought here to the saint mary's page that's because that's because the seawall walmart is where the former saint mary's orphan asylum used to reside you can see evidence of this by looking at the seawall side of the seawall boulevard across from the Walmart where there is a historical marker for St. Mary's Orphanage, the one that I just read. Walmart employees have been reporting uh, misplaced toys, missing pallets of toys inventory, phantom children's laughter and cries for parents. Um, I actually have a story of a, a former employee there at Walmart. Okay. All right. And uh, um, it was a female employee. And uh, while she was working, she heard a crying child. And she went looking for this child, uh, you know, uh, thinking maybe he lost his parents, lost her mother or whatever. And she's walking around looking for the crying. She can't find the kid. And then she, um, she uh, uh, went to the toy department because that's where it was the loudest. And then she actually had some uh, customers and uh, other employees looking for the child, right? After a while, they had uh, been looking, you know, uh, there were two employees that were actually arguing across each other and they were in both separate uh, aisles and they kept on saying, hey, the, the kid's over there, he's crying on your side. And then the other one said, no, he's crying on your side, where is it? And they couldn't find the child. And then uh, after a while, you know, the lines uh, and the checks, and the check stands were getting long because, of course, they only had two, uh, two checkers and they were the ones looking for the kid. So, you know, um, they went back and after a while they had quite a few people looking and they never found the crying child. And they say this okay. is actually... Uh, um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's actually a normal happening. And then... Ooh, just crying children in the store. Just crying children in the store. And then uh, they also say that, um, oh, they talk about in the toy section how the toys are randomly falling and that sometimes the toys are being moved from where they originally started or, or where they're originally supposed to be and they're always just misplaced and they, like I say, they hear kids all the time laughing and crying and just 
scurrying around the store. <laughs> so cool. we go I to like Galveston it. quite a bit. I so like I think I'm going to go over there and, and, and start looking around mm. and see what I could find. I, I, and I believe that thing about uh, just two checkers. <laughs> and they, <laughs> that's the scariest part. Yeah, of the that's story. the scary part. Yeah, everybody knows that. And apparently, and then just two. And I said, all right, well, I want something here, you know, for uh, since we're in San Antonio, you know, maybe I could find uh, something in, in, in San Antonio. And my, you know how she works for the hospital, but this is the downtown that this story is. And they're saying that uh, at the hospital downtown, um, there, there's actually a headless nun that glides across on the across the floors on the bottom i guess on basement cool yeah so i didn't know that about yeah mom mom has told us that one i've heard yeah. about that one but it but i've tried looking for like more than just yeah that. yeah there's there's none oh yeah all right well that was mine you know i'm trying to get used to this uh researching stuff i just get tired of writing <laughs> you know i was like ah, i'm just gonna write that's why i uh spent twelve hundred dollars on a laptop yeah. a year ago I do uh, bullet points and I let the memory <laughs> hold the rest. Yeah, on my whatever, memory ain't shit. On whatever uh, piece of paper Jesse finds, it could be toilet paper. Y'all get paper? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... Yeah. <laughs> Those are mine. Nice, very nice. Yeah, I like that. Especially that, uh, what, flying head? Yeah. Yeah, that was it. That's... Actually, it was opposite. It was a headless body. Headless oh, body. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> my bad. Yeah. There you go. It was something. Yeah, it was something, something that'll freak you out. Yeah. Normally, when I'm with women, they're, they're like, there'll be a head, no head. There'll be a head, no head. <laughs> There's the ego. Edit, edit. <laughs> you literally come to the mic just to. You're over there folding clothes. You run to the mic just to sigh. <laughs> folding clothes. <laughs> you saw that head whip back. Kapow! Uh, Thought she was uh, Willow Smith there. Yeah, dude, you better watch it. You better hide those medicine bottles. You're gonna wake up with. She's she's gonna fucking full metal wait, wait. jacket you. She's gonna um, tie like one side of the blanket to the bed, the I other wanna, one to the other, and just start hitting you. With... I want to take a little break. All right. Well, I am covering like I'm doing a, a little. Uh, Quentin Tarantino style here because it's I didn't know which what crazy to go into so um, <laughs> just gonna say it's gonna be a, a little bit of both uh, and but they're gonna tie in so I will be talking about uh, the pyramid of Giza Ooh, and uh, nice. kind of uh, sprinkling a little uh, Nicholas Tesla in there while we're going and then uh, I'll combine them give you my uh, hot takes while my uh hold on where's my aluminum hat in here <laughs> okay all right so let's get started by talking about nikola tesla everybody knows him right yeah yeah mainly what he's popular about right you know <clears throat> more of a humanist than uh anything uh died uh, alone poor and no recognition but throughout that whole time, he had this vision of free energy for everyone, which sounds insane, but he, he actually had a lot of patents going on for him, stuff that almost seems paranormal to people. And some people did think he was using magic and sorcery throughout some of his uh, 
showrooms. So he had actually uh, wanted to dish out some uh, clean renewable energy out there and he was met with a little pushback by, you know, the moguls of the time. Let's jump back a little bit more in time and let's go to the Pyramid of Giza, which is been called the Tomb of uh, Kufi. Okay. Um, a lot of speculation was that he was, you know, buried there. That was his uh, burial pyramid. But a body was never found in it. Uh, no artifacts, no hieroglyphs. It's just a big old pyramid that they've really found nothing of importance Importance in other than the sheer size of it. Crazy. I know they're thinking not very paranormal, but let's get a little crazy, guys, and crisp <laughs> those little tinfoil hats in there. What if it wasn't a, a tomb? Okay. Let's get real, uh, what do they call it, uh, fringe on this. <laughs> okay. A lot of people like to speculate that it was actually a, a, a power source, like a, a power plant, a, a generator of sorts. Right, right. Um, just the sheer, sheer size of it, the way it was constructed, the chemical residue that was found in it, what it was made out of, what it was insulated to begin with. Makes it a big old conductor of sorts. So I'm just going to share a little bit of the dimensions and whatnot of it. Two and a half million stones to make it. Uh, six million tons. Covers about 13 acres. Dang. Yeah. Um, Wait, let me, let me, let me ask because tonight is uh, dunk on Jen. Oh, chingo. <laughs> how, how do you think they built the pyramids? thought it was the enslaved people with the you know carts and wheels and shit uh that that could go 50 50 but like, i could get that's wrong no, <laughs> so, no they could never have built that like it's it's techni it's, it's what's te technologically how do you think they built it i don't know because there's there's one theory that i actually have to go pretty like hard on and that is, uh, they buried it every time they added added a layer. Nah. Mm -mm. I don't think it's too far-fetched. So, say they start with the base, right? They move all the stones there. Obviously, pushing these hundreds of ton stones at an incline to get them on top, they just bury it with sand. Bring the stones, put it on the next layer, bury it. Put the stones, bury it. Put the stones, bury it. And then when they're done, just unbury it. Just that's a lot of dirt. Yeah, that's a lot of sand. That's a lot of sand. sand. Hmm. But so, it's interesting. So wait, wait. So you're telling me that moving all that sand is just unimaginable no, it's compared not, it's, to moving it's hundreds not, of tons stones? I didn't say it wasn't. I'm just <laughs> saying that's a lot of sand. So the, uh, the problem that I have with that is you already have these guys essentially killing themselves to curry the the stones to build it now you have to have an excavation team add, add like how 
big would the circumference be? Well, I mean, you well to that same to that same argument. You would acres. You would need an excavation team to move those stones. You, period. No, so, the excavation team wouldn't even be able to like no modern that's what I'm technology. To say. Yeah, no modern technology. But, uh, yeah, I, I could see a guy with like a a a, a woven shovel just like and especially considering how many we're gonna say built the uh, pyramids over there just burying the pyramid and then bringing the next stones and building the next layer all right we got to move all this sand bury it bring the next layer of stones like i think that's more feasible than trying to come up with an idea that they're they were pushing these stones up an incline i i don't think it was an incline either i i i don't have I can't fathom what it was or how they even structurally oh, yeah. built yeah, it. Yeah, like yeah. I really don't. There's no. I've thought about it. I've lost sleep. I've well, it it, it was the I, uh, it was actually the the pyramids in Mexico that the monolithic stones on how like straight the edges were that uh, somebody which I don't even understand why nobody came up with this uh, theory before, but they were like, why didn't the Aztecs just not have concrete? Right? Like, why didn't they just have concrete? I don't understand. What you, so, so they, they're thinking that these stones were carved out of, like, other stones to make these mm. straight edges. But what if they didn't even carve them? What if they just molded them because they had the well, formula for concrete? They oh. wouldn't have stood the test of time. Maybe they had a different formula. I mean, you 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 talk, or we could talk about obsidian well, blades, right? Well, like that you, was a whole. We could talk about well, because all could, kinds of you Damascus a, steel. Yeah, you could get a sample of it, and it would tell you what its composites are, just like any cement. Well, yeah, because they change the cement from like uh, cities that are in midwestern to coastal cities. The cement is different because of the weather. So even right. uh, earthquake wise, and they can right. take a sample of it and be like, yeah, it's these are the you know the these are the elements, the that, elements they're that are in it yeah. and right. these right. are just solid hmm. stones there's some stones that they've actually drilled into to try to do this and they've seen that they're actually hollow further in so like they're there yeah, are... they've, they've carved them out like i know which yeah. which one you're talking about that it's like they don't even know how they did it so it's carved stone over carved stone over mm -hmm. hollow carved stone and it's just like a faceplate Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I I know which ones you're getting at, where they've like been like, oh, dude, it's hollow, like, yeah, perfectly mm. cut, yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, it's one fifteenth of a degree off from true north. Yeah, that is wow, fucking insane. Lasers have to be used to get that kind of precision right now. And well, when you have nothing but time, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> ain't no Rolling Stones time is on my side on this one, man. What, uh, in ancient Egypt? I mean, like survival and nothing else, really. So, uh, how many sides would you say these pyramids have? I thought it was four. Yeah, I was going to say four. There are actually eight. Hey. Oh, shit. So, you see four, but out of those four, there's two intersecting into it. There are about two inches off of one another you can only tell this from an aerial view as the sun passes through them it bows in so you're able to see it and it's more apparent during the equinox because whoever built these things was uh heavily into the equinox crazy the precision so um going back into that 
we're gonna go into the the elements mainly limestone but the casing of it that now is like completely gone was a different type of limestone that was actually polished so right. in its time they didn't look like that they had an outer casing that made them almost metallic looking right, right. it reflected the sun they they tested the element very much an insulation basically so they insulated these this specific pyramid what was the purpose of the insulation now we're getting into that so the majority of the inside of it is quartz that's like a conductor right? yes so two different types of quartz uh the queen's chamber and then they discovered that at the bottom of it there's actually a a, a running uh, water system like a natural one right right and as they uncovered more of that they realized there's some resonating noise bouncing off of it causing almost like a frequency in there hmm. now we'll jump back into tesla the spire that he had built he had almost the same idea big spire running water under it was trying to get it going he had um essentially i don't want to say tricked but uh false pretense with his backers that he was going to do um, what was it? Uh, radio waves. But when they figured out that he was trying to do free electricity for everyone Edison, the guy that was backing him and everybody was like, the hell he is? Like, <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm trying to like make my money with. So in started, of course Tesla's heartache with it. Let's jump back to the pyramids. Rose Court uh, essentially silicon dioxide running through all this pyramid uh, benzo electricity I think it's what it's called so on and on the 70s it wasn't like a, a, a new thing so they were already freaking out about it it just was always swept under the rug like as in like you guys are crazy it's not until let's fast forward 2018 where they actually did a test of it with resonating tools, uh, vibration hurts, that kind of stuff. And they discovered that, yes, essentially, there you can. It, it is a resonate. It makes like this 440 hertz resonation inside of it with like the noise and the, the temperature and all that stuff. Dissecting the pyramid more, they come to realize that at the very tippy top, they what they thought was kind of like a an escape shoot wasn't it's kind of like how you know when you blow into like the bottle it makes that noise mm -hmm. so these stones were flattened at the top but ridged so that as the pressure was building it was like a release valve and it would make like some you can look it up but the noise is like fucking crazy then let alone they do a couple of uh, chemical studies yeah in there they have in two separate chambers covered in uh, the sulfate and salt all this shit that was essentially a, a, a chemical composite of stuff to create uh, what is it a thermoacoustic generator at a stupid large scale now given that information right there 
I'm going to propose something to you guys. What if the Egyptians didn't make it, but they essentially found it? Ooh, very nice. Uh, and then, you know, now this is going to go a little bit kind of into science and then kind of into theory. So Ice Age, a lot of water erosion, uh, flora has been found on these things. You can't carbon date the fucking rock, so it's impossible. But a lot of people like to say that the three pyramids that uh, are really close to being near Orion's belt, they're always like they're always a little bit off. But some guys like to speculate that what if when they were constructed, they were actually right under them. So if you go back astrologically to the time. It's way before the Egyptians were there, where it matches up perfectly where they would have been there. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. Boom. Then all this time, the Earth Earth's axis has actually maybe just shifted. Tiny well, yeah. Bit so it, it always does. It, it constellations move. The what is it? The magnetic center always shifts. That's why compasses are always like, you know, a little bit off. That little thing of what is it? The Earth center moves every once in a while. Okay. So. Okay. The astrologers actually went back, and yeah, they discovered that so many more years back, the Orion right would have on matched it. on there. So that's how old they're thinking. That's around the time they would have been constructed by whatever civilization was doing that. Okay, okay. So what if it wasn't there? What if they just found it after whatever cataclysmic event happened? And they're like, you know what? These are already here. Let's call this home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would, I would, I would put some stock into that if there hadn't already been civilizations there uh, prior to that. Because what a lot of uh, archaeologists archaeologists are discovering is that, that when they are excavating some of these 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 temples, these uh, uh, you know monoliths and stuff, that when they start to dig. They're finding another temple underneath, yes. which is which predates that one, and then they'll dig a little bit more, and they'll find another temple from you know a different era of the Egyptians. But just so, like, so the Giza, uh, the three, and the Sphinx mm-hmm. are unique amongst all the other ones. So that's why the, those are the three that stand out. Right, right, right. Uh, there's no way that they match up um, how can I put it architecturally wise to everything else that was going on that they were building right I think they did they saw the they saw what was already there and then they tried to recreate it based on the tools the manpower and what they had right I'm not saying that they used it whatever because there's like a small explosion kind of like burn mark inside of it where they see it was a blow a blowout hmm. like something went wrong with it uh and there's like burn marks at like a part where like nobody would have been able to put torches in there or whatever yeah yeah essentially like uh even the stones that as it was built it would have been impossible for anybody from the inside to push those stones out so there's Oh, structural yeah, yeah. damage in there well one of the other things to one of the other key notes that i i would actually put out there about the 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 pyramids is that 
like you said, uh, some, some type of conductor is the theory, right? And inside, they actually have well, some type of it, weird wiring. It's not... Well, they they found copper wiring in there. Right. But it was proven that it, it is essentially a large-scale thermoacoustic generator. Like, that's... In 2019, they, they said, yeah. Right, right. Uh, but they still don't know how it works. No, they don't. Right? Like, so... Or, well, they know how it works. They just don't know what was the purpose of it like how the energy that they were producing well so as far as i know they haven't turned it on well, so yeah, they, i yeah. don't think they know how it works because one of the other keynotes is is that upon dis, you know uh, exploring the the pyramids they never found ash they never found phosphorus they never found anything that would uh that would uh uh, uh, uh give the impression that they were using some type of illumination fire a torch whatever to actually light the pyramids from the inside because they actually did discover that there are numerous tunnels within the the pyramids but what a lot of these these professionals were asking themselves is like well how did they navigate through this right so they never found any of those elements that that you know are typically found in in stuff that you would light your way right torches yeah and, any kind of yeah uh, structure with it so they go. never found that uh, they did find the waterways, and I mean, it, it's it's uh, a mystery. It is a mystery. And this to... is where I go into more tinfoilness. <laughs> they found the mummy. It's the mummy emotet. What if these weren't even humans that created these things, man? Sphinx, whatever face was on that thing, got chiseled out into a human face. Yeah. yeah. What if it was a completely different creature, man? Huh? <laughs> this is where and, I'm gonna end it on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and this is why a uh, spoiler alert for the next five, ten seconds. Do not listen if you haven't seen Nope. But that is why I love the premise of Nope. Because instead of us thinking that like this is an alien craft, what if it is just a celestial animal that ended up on Earth by accident? And it's just territorial. Such a great fucking concept. Yeah. But it did not stick the landing. M. Night, I, it, 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 M. Night Shyamalan did. I mean, I, I liked it. Like I said, it, it was like a Western sci-fi to me. So I, I did like the Akira callback. Yeah. But uh, no, it didn't stick the landing. It was, it was terrible. But uh, yes, uh, I actually would like to do more of an episode on the on the pyramids because i think the pyramids are very fascinating i love yeah. the pyramids and, that, and I, I like how the, as i was researching i was like dude this sounds like fucking tesla's work and i was like yeah yeah the child of light as the his mother coined him <laughs> poor guy man Rough. oh yeah to think that we could have we like if we were to go outside and drink our beer and fucking smoke a cigarette we could see a tesla coil off in the distance, well, just shooting off electricity bro, at all we, of us and we, shit. In one of his interviews, we still could go out drink and smoke. <laughs> well, the, <laughs> that's he in one of his interviews. Like, uh, sadly, that they didn't go with my technology. Now the world will have to wait another ninety years to get. Uh, and it, it happened. Yeah, that we yeah, literally had to yeah. wait. But uh, very nice, very nice. Yeah, I like it. But it's it's time to to really get kooky. To really get weird. I, I, I try to tone back a little bit just because I know I didn't want to get edited. I wanted to do lizard people. But I was like, lizard oh, pyramid shit. people. And I was oh, like, ah, oh, fuck. I was like, no. Well, uh, that kind of segues into mine. Because I'm actually doing the Loveland Frogman. Mm. 
Are you familiar with this one? Yes. Oh, good. Yeah. All right. So uh, also known as the Loveland Lizards. And uh, this is in Ohio, right? So the prevailing story tells, right? Of course, like every good story, there's there's multiple tellings of it, right? So the prevailing story tells of a salesman driving along a lonely road late one night around 3.30 a.m. in May of 1955, when to his surprise, he spotted what he describes as three figures standing along the side of the road. He slowed and came to a stop, assuming they might need some help. He describes seeing these three humanoid-like beings standing about three to four feet in height with leathery skin and frog-like facial features with deep wrinkles where their hair should be and webbed feet and hands. They looked to be conversing with each other when one suddenly raised what the salesman describes as looking to be some sort of wand over his head. It then erupted in a plume of sparks from the tip, to which he took his leave and quickly left. So what do you think of that little, that little story? I think I've heard that one before. Really? Yeah. Sounds yeah. like uh, okay. uh, sounds right. like my prom date. Okay. All right. So <laughs> web feet. <laughs> I wasn't his prom date. Anyway. I didn't even think you were. Uh, uh, the, way, the way Jesse looked at me. I, was I up. didn't. I was just. He was waiting for you to smack like, him. If you would have said mm-hmm. like amphibious, like I would have been like, oh, my sister was your prom date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, because of oh, no, 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 dear. no, no. That was mm-hmm. they didn't wear shocks. <laughs> God damn it. All right. So uh, as kooky as that sounds, actually, there are some credible sources to this tale, right? Like to the actual frogman. So uh, like I said, the tale comes with some credible sources. At about 1 a.m. on March 3rd, 1972, nearly 17 years after the first report, a police officer, Ray Shockey, was traveling along Riverside Road heading towards Loveland when he saw something. The officer claimed that he was driving slowly due to icy weather when he saw what looked like a dog by the curb. Suddenly, the animal darted in front of the cruiser, forcing the officer to slam on his brakes in order to avoid a potential collision with the creature. Once the police uh, cruiser came to a halt, its headlights fell upon the prone animal. At this point, the officer describes something that seems literally too bizarre to be true. In the span of seconds, This crouched, frog-like creature stood on two legs, stared back at the policeman, then scrambled over the guardrail and scurried down the embankment, finally disappearing into the Ohio River. Ooh, I like it. The officer described the creature as being three to four feet tall and weighing in the area of 50 to 75 pounds. He also claimed that its skin had a leathery texture and that the animal's features resembled those of a frog or lizard. Another officer investigated the scene later that evening. He saw no sign of the creature, but reported that there was distinct scratch marks on the guardrail where the animal purportedly crossed. The second sighting occurred two weeks later, while police officer Mark Matthews had an encounter of his own. According to the report, Officer Matthews, while driving into Loveland, spotted what he believed to be an injured animal laying on the pavement. Matthews climbed out of his cruiser with the intention of removing the carcass from the already ice-slicked roads, 
when the creature abruptly lurched upwards into a crouched position. Taken aback by the th this thing's reptilian visage, Matthews unholsters his revolver and took a shot at the creature, which then proceeded to hobble over to the side of the road and step over the guardrail, all the while keeping a watchful eye on, the on Officer Matthews. Matthews, frogman, had matched the first officer's description, down to the last detail, with the exception of a tail, which was absent in earlier reports. So this one, I want it to be a uh, a cautionary tale for my sister. Oh, okay. All right. So the most recent sighting happened in August of 2016. A local Cincinnati TV station reported that a night of fun turned into chilling tale of horror <laughs> when two teenagers playing Pokemon Go between Loveland and Madeira Road and Lake Isabella claimed to see a giant frog near the lake on August 3rd that stood up, walked on its hind legs. Sam Jacobs said he was playing Pokemon Go in mid-August of 2016. That's near how you know it's real. <laughs> <laughs> near Congregation uh, Beth Adam Synagogue on Loveland Madeira Road. Jacob said he had crossed the train tracks to the banks of Lake Isabella when he spotted something strange. We saw a huge frog near the water. Not in the game. This was an actual giant frog. <laughs> Jacobs told WLWT. Then things stood up and walked on its hind legs. I realize this sounds crazy, but I swear on my grandmother's grave that this is true. Jacobs. Not gam -gam. <laughs> <laughs> Jacobs claimed the frog stood around four feet tall, even sending uh, dark photos of the creature to support his claims to the to the news station. Jacobs said he doesn't know what to think of his sightings. Not sure if it was a frogman or just the giant frog, he said. Either way, I've never seen anything like it. Now, the city has actually, uh, so I, I was doing a lot of research on this, right? And some of the people who actually went to Loveland describe everybody as having, like, known about this tale, but nobody wants to talk about it. They have, they have a, a, a Frogman uh, a festival. Well, they, well yeah. it's probably because... Of Mothman. Well, no, they're all... Is a thing. It was an actual thing. Oh my god. Why am I gonna get cut out for science? That's not science. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways. Can we make a clip Anywho. of him say, of her saying that's not science? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. So uh yeah, like I said, a lot of a lot a lot of people who actually have gone into the city looking to get like tales of the frogman have been like shunned. Or given the oppression, like, nobody wants you here, stop asking about it. Yeah, we know about it, but we never talk about it. So it seems like everybody's in on it, but nobody wants to talk about it, right? And it's gained so much popularity that in May of 2014, the Loveland Frog Legend was made into a musical titled, Hot Damn, It's Loveland Frog. <laughs> and it actually had decent reviews. Of course it did the hell was that that's that was the loveland frog dude he was here <laughs> okay all right so i'm buying into this right but i'm not buying into the idea that it's a cryptid okay let's gonna i want to go back to a key proponent right like a key item 
So what if this wand that the first witness claimed to have seen wasn't actually a wand? What if it was some type of technology? Maybe not per se like a weapon or anything, but what if it was just some type of technology? Like what if they're aliens? Like someone's like like dildo? Well, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> In the 1950s, it was probably made out of wood. Anyway. Well, so, because, you know, they're gay well, now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, what what if it's some type of technology? Maybe not necessarily a weapon, but you know, just anything. I would believe that. So would you believe that they're aliens? Yeah. So then what other animals would you have to and this is the big flaw with this theory, is that okay, well if you're gonna say something as as uh very common as a frog is some type of you know celestial creature right like from a different planet an alien whatever what other animals would you consider to be alien a platypus an octopus oh yeah that's true i would i would have to go with like an octopus i would even say that cats weren't from earth hmm i don't know i've never had a cat so they're assholes and you they know. are assholes i wish i could have a cat <laughs> We can have a cat. Just get rid of your stinky dog, man. (laughs) That's a a good trait? No. Any who's. Do you like getting any who's now, Papa Paranormal? Yeah. (laughs) That's all I say now. (laughs) Any who's. But yeah, I think they even have like festivals and triathlons and... Triathlons? Yeah. But that's what it's named, you know. Do they have like a... She's Over there at the festivals. Like a, <laughs> Is she going to cut you out? <laughs> like a gay frog bar theme going on? I think there's one in San Antonio. I'm really actually. running with this Alex Jones frog thing. We don't like Alex Jones. We, I don't like him either, but he's fucking hilarious sometimes. Anyways. <laughs> Why are you like this? <laughs> he got his just desserts, okay? He's getting sued the fuck out of stuff for his crazy rants. Anywho's. Okay, yeah. cut out, cut out, cut out, and let's see. Um, so, frog. What, what are your What are your final thoughts on this this frog mang? I, I'm not gonna say cryptid. I'm gonna say uh, alien. So you're going with. Uh, so, is he? Do you think he's like living here now? Like, like on Earth, he's stuck. Like, like he's ET. like you know what? I'm a I'm a, I'm a chill here. Maybe. I mean, the same theory can be posed for human What's, beings. So what state? Is he is he in Ohio? 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe he did crash there because nobody would go there on I was purpose. About to say, well, you know what? We love Ohio. <laughs> Ohio is cool, man. No, actually, we don't get any listens. listeners. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck and I have family in Ohio, and they don't even listen. Um, I would say, why didn't he go to Florida? I think he'd have a better time there. Well, that's where he Ooh. crashed, though. I'm telling you, he crashed actually, in Ohio. Actually, that's that where was... he crashed. So I was actually gonna uh, cover Pan Am Flight 937. Ah. Oh, that would have been. Cool. I wanted to cover so, that one. So but he's I, like Howard Duct here. Like that's yeah, yeah, oh. for the most part. And he gets to see. And what uh, what year did he get? Boobies. Fifties. Fifties. Ah, 50s. damn, not a good time. If he would have Howard Ducted, actually eighties, I think he would have. <laughs> he would have had a, a better time. Yeah, this was, was before Area Fifty One. BC Sex. I don't understand what you're talking about, Howard the Duck. Like, oh my. Yeah. Did you watch yeah. the movie? What movie? <laughs> <laughs> the first, essentially, the first Marvel movie. What? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, no. 
<laughs> when was it released? Was I even born? <laughs> I like the, the maybe not, the, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, the the it. conviction of it was I even born? Yeah. <laughs> Is it even worth my time? God damn! Does it have CGI? I can't wait till Sal is old enough to give all of this back to oh, you. It's he gonna, already does. It, yeah, I, I love it. I'm just like, she's like, why is he behaving like that? And I'm like, you know, I know why. He, he's, God punished you. He like likes Lito to says. say, uh, this is all mom's fault. <laughs> what was his new cat, yeah. catchphrase today? Uh, Dada farted. No, yeah. uh, oh. I was saying something about, I was like, hey, I'm, I'm the wolf man. And I, I howled and um, what did he fucking yell out? I don't know. No. Oh, um, boring. (laughs) No, you know what? Uh, So Logan, I like to say that he talks like Welita because in saying instead of saying uh, what did you say, he goes uh, what you said, (laughs) what you said, and I'm like what Welita, and he's I'm not Welita. When was the last time he even spoke to her for even for him to even pick that up? That's hilarious. That's hilarious. (laughs) And he does. I hate it because. It, I like know you used to me. tell me that that uh, um, Caleb was picking up yeah. Lita's form of, of speaking yeah, when English, she used to yeah. take care of him. Because I suppose say, you not do that. Oh, I suppose you not do that. Yeah, <laughs> that's that <was> hilarious. Cute. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. I'd like oh, to you know see what? You try. I uh, I do have a creepy update. Oh, when I was taking care of y'all's boys, mm-hmm. um, he took a dump so big. <laughs> That that was paranormal. I was like, "Holy shit!" And the weird Those thing are about it, dumps over here, sir. But the, but but the weird thing about it is he had to take off all his clothes. I was like, <laughs> he still does that. I was like, "Why do you have to shit naked?" And, you know, and he was like, "Hold my shirt." Why? What do you what, what are you gonna do? At least he didn't did. make you look at it. Yeah. yeah. Oh okay. yeah, he makes us look at it. Like, look at it, mama. I'm like, well, I don't want to. Great champion. Great it. Great. Have you ever seen a better shit? Yeah. Oh great ed there's car oh man but yeah. yeah that was the thing he has to shit naked except <laughs> socks he will he'll wear his socks because he doesn't want to slip in his own poop i guess he has the sweaty feet like my sister mm-hmm. i guess and i was like all right well don't talk while you're shitting this is weird <laughs> no he I, I don't know jen got him to talk while he's pooping you were literally were like, "Are you doing okay?" Yeah. <laughs> Remember, and he's just like, "I guess, I guess this is normal." Yeah. So now, now he's he like, talks. he's that one guy like in um, Austin Powers, where like he's shitting next to the guy. He's like, "Hey, you all right in there?" <laughs> oh, dude, you know what? Actually, so who my, does number two work? <laughs> so Eva will like surprise, uh, surprise, fucking test like the boys on whatever they're doing during the time and she made the mistake of testing like surprise testing mason in the hallway while i was taking a dump so i started going and fucking mason is losing his shit and eva is getting so mad she is getting so fucking pissed because i'm making him laugh god damn it while she's trying to test them and shit i'm like man what the fuck do you expect do you you test them the way i used to test you guys with 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 uh always be prepared and then punch, <laughs> and punch you in the face <laughs> no but uh now when he wants to get feisty with me i'll go and pop his fingers and he'll be like freaking out for like 10 minutes just like oh <laughs> i did that right. to him the other day oh i did that to logan i popped his toes 
And I, I and I do that to Poppy too. Oh, Poppy, <laughs> he doesn't really care though. Yeah. yeah oh, it's hilarious though. They're they're fighting me tooth and nail. He's yeah. just a fighter, man. Like that's what I I came in from work and he's all like pillow fight, and I was like, no, what's wrong with you? I just got home. I was like, I don't want pillow fight with you. <laughs> or, or or the don't punch yourself. Quit punching yourself. He tries to do that to me. Quit punching yourself, Grandpa. All right. Well, I think we can wrap up the show now. Uh, frogs. Thank you for listening so far. If you've made it this far, uh, put frogs in the comments of our next post. Uh, you can uh, send in your stories to let's chat paranormal at gmail.com. And we'll see you next week. Oh, Bye. Congratulations, Mario and Monica. Oh, yeah, that's cool. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Hey, you screwed up, boy. <laughs> I'm cutting that out. <laughs> 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 bye bye. <laughs>